What's up, everybody? Welcome to our week five fantasy preview episode of Gridiron Authority Podcast. My name is Keith Thornton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, what can they expect in this episode? We're going to be going over again our fantasy deep dive, uh, the top five players at each position we think you should start. Uh, we'll name a couple guys we think you should avoid. Uh, so if, if you're looking for that extra edge in your fantasy league, make sure you listen to the episode and get our advice. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to the fantasy episode. Let's get started with our quarterbacks. Mike, who's your top five quarterbacks for this week? All right. So this week in quarterbacks, I'm going, you know, going with some, uh, you know, some mainstays and a couple surprises. I'm going Tom Brady versus the Redskins as my number one. I think he's going to have a bounce back. Uh, hasn't looked amazing this year, but it's still Tom Brady and he's going against a bad defense. Uh, number two, I've got uh, Pat Mahomes versus the Colts. Uh, again, the Colts, they got a good defense, but it's still Pat Mahomes. Uh, even in his bad games, he still throws for 300 yards. Uh, and I highly doubt he's going to go another game without throwing a touchdown. Uh, number three, I've got Phillip Rivers versus the Broncos. I think having uh, Melvin Gordon back, I think that's going to set up some play action pass. I think Broncos lacking Bradley Chubb. It's going to give uh, Phillip Rivers uh, you know, an extra second in the pocket to throw that ball. They're going to be able to double team Von Miller. So uh, I see Phillip Rivers having a big game. Uh, as I talked about in our in our actual uh, week four recap show and week five preview, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, the Bengals, I think Kyler Murray is going to have a big game. Bengals have a bad defense. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to get creative. He's going to put his guy in position to succeed. And I expect Kyler Murray to, to, to have a huge game against the Bengals. Uh, and then my last quarterback, uh, you know, we kind of questioned him in the last episode, but I, he still puts up monster numbers. I'm going Jared Goff against the Seahawks. Um, I mean, the guy still threw for 517 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw three interceptions. I want to see him avoid that. Um, but I mean, if, if he throws the ball 45 times, you're probably looking at close to 400 yards from him. He's probably going to throw at least, you know, a couple touchdowns. So, uh, even with those three interceptions, he's still going to have some pretty big numbers. Yeah. I like the list. Uh, a couple of other guys I'd look out for on the other side of that game, be Russell Wilson against the Rams. Um, if you know, if, if James Winston can do what he did against the Rams this week, I can't see a reason why Russell Wilson doesn't do it. I'm not sure about the availability of Marcus Peters, uh, but being a primetime Thursday night game, I expect Russell Wilson to have a big game. That's a good pick. Um, Also, I got Carson Wentz against the Jets. Uh, You know, the Jets, it feels like they're still in preseason mode with all the injuries they have. They are going to be getting some key players back in the next few weeks, but – Carson Wentz kind of had an up and down season. He did throw three touchdowns last week, but other than the three touchdowns, he didn't really do a whole lot, but I expect him to have a big day against the jets and they're really bad defense. Good, good one. All right. So let's move on to the running backs. Um, number one for me, I've got Christian McCaffrey, even though he's going against Jacksonville, I, I like Jacksonville's defense, but Christian McCaffrey to me, he just gets so many touches. It's really hard to go against him. Even in a non-PPR league, he's he's worth a lot of points. But in a PPR league, this guy's good for 30 points every week, it seems. Uh, number two, I've got Dalvin Cook against the Giants defense. Um, he had a down week, but I was going against a really good Bears defense. So 
I expect Dalvin Cook to to rebound big against the Giants. And and we talked in the recap episode about Kirk Cousins' struggles. This is the best way to really help your offense. Hand it to Dalvin Cook 25 times. Let Kirk Cousins throw it 15. Uh, he doesn't need to be throwing it 30 times a game. So I think they get back in that, and Dalvin Cook has a big week. Um, I'm going to go Ezekiel Elliott, number three against Green Bay. Um, he also didn't have a good good game against the Saints, only getting 1.9 yards of carry. I think he bounces back. Green Bay has a great defense, but I think uh, really if Dallas wants to win this football game, it needs to run through Zeke Elliott. I think Dak Prescott's more than capable, but I think it's it's going to start and end with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I've got David Johnson as my number four going against Cincinnati. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with David Johnson in fantasy because I've got him on my team in my main league. Uh, it seems like he's kind of up and down from week to week, but Mike said in the last episode, he's really a, a weapon out of the backfield for Kyler Murray. So in the PPR league, I've got him up there. Um, and number five, I've actually got Leonard Fournette going against Carolina. I think he's going to have a big day and, uh, He's one of those guys kind of like Dalvin Cook. He gets all these touches, and the offense really runs through him. So I think he's going to have a big day. I, mean, I think those are all good picks. I think I actually had four out of those five on my on my list, actually. Uh, one I, I'm, I'm going to say to look out for is Frank Gore versus the Titans. Frank Gore is, has looked phenomenal the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, you're talking, you know, around 200 yards rushing uh, and two two touchdowns, I think, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, he looks young. He looks fresh. Uh, I think regardless of if if uh, Josh Allen plays or it's Matt Barkley starting at quarterback, uh, I think he's going to get a lot of touches. I think he's going to be right around 20 rushing attempts. Uh, so I, I could see him having having another solid game against the Titans. So I think he's one to to uh, to definitely watch out for. And then I also think Mark Ingram against the Steelers. Uh, I mean, he's he's looked great. He's averaging around 75 yards a game. Uh, he's average, you know, he scored five touchdowns on the season. So he's averaging over a touchdown per game right now. Uh, he only had 12 carries this last week. I think the, the Ravens are going to rectify that and, and give him the ball. I think he's going to be around the, the 20 rushing attempts this week again. Uh, and I expect him to put up huge numbers. So those are two other guys I think I'd keep an eye on. Yeah. And a couple guys that I just want to throw out to kind of be cautionary of, Number one for me is Alvin Kamara. I'm looking at some of these guys' projections. Again, I'm projected as number three, but Tampa Bay has done a great job against some of the best backs. They held Saquon Barkley under 20 yards. Granted, Barkley got, I think he got hurt in that game, but held Christian McCaffrey to like 30 yards. And, and every game they've shut down a stud running back this year. Um, obviously, if you have Alvin Kamara, you're probably going to start him because he's such a high draft pick. You kind of have to. Uh, you know he's he's your RB one, so you're going to start him. But I think he's not going to get the the game that a lot of people are expecting him to get. Um, and then the other one for me is Nick Chubb against San Francisco. A lot of people are going to be super excited about Nick Chubb um, with his 160 plus yard performance and a couple of touchdowns. He's not going to do that against San Francisco. They've got a much better defense, and I expect him. You know he could still have a solid game, but I would just be cautionary of him as well. Uh, yeah, I think I think for me, I think a big one to look out for is uh, Josh Jacobs against the Bears. Uh, we saw what the Bears just did to uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, I think the the Raiders have a better passing game than than uh, 
than the Vikings do at the moment. I think they can spread, you know, I think they can spread it a little bit more than, than the bears. So maybe they can open up some lanes for Josh Jacobs, but regardless, I still think it's going to be a long day for, for Jacobs. Uh, unfortunate for me, I do have him in one of our leagues. Um, so I, I have a big decision hopefully I have someone I can bench to, or I can p- pull off the bench to, to put in his place. But I think he's definitely a guy to, uh, to watch out, you know, to, to stay away from, honestly, if you can. Absolutely. All right. Who are your top five wide receivers? All right. Uh, top five wide receivers. Uh, number one, I've got Cooper cup versus the Seahawks. Um, I mean, this is a guy it's, it's Jared Goff's favorite receiver. Um, he's always looking for him. He's his safety valve. Uh, he can also catch the ball down the field. Uh, he makes plays, uh, after he gets the ball in his hand, he's, he's not just a catch and go down guy. He, I mean, he makes a lot of, a lot of, uh, yak yards, uh, going against the Seahawks. Uh, I, th- I think he's going to have some favorable matchups. Uh, so I expect him to have a big game. Uh, a guy I put on my list every week, Julio Jones. Um, uh, you know, again, it's the Falcons are going to throw the ball and they're going to throw it as much as they want to and as much as they can. Uh, and, you know, the number one target's obviously going to be Julio Jones. Um, we've seen the Texans have been susceptible to some big plays. Keenan Allen had a, a huge game against them a couple weeks ago. So I expect Julio Jones to to continue that against the Texans. Uh, I, I hate to say this one and it, it all honestly depends on his health. We haven't really got a full report on it yet, but, uh, if he's healthy and he plays Devonte Adams against the Cowboys, um, again, it, it comes down to, he's his number one, he's Aaron Rodgers' number one target. They move him around a lot. Uh, the Cowboys do have a great defense. Um, but I think he's going to, he's going to have so many opportunities that, uh, even if the yards aren't up there, if you're in a PPR league, I think he's going to have seven, eight catches and that's seven or eight extra points right there. Uh, so I think Devonte Adams versus the Cowboys, uh, I got Godwin for the Buccaneers going against, uh, new Orleans. Uh, he's looked great. in I think three out of the four games this year, uh, new Orleans is going to be focused on, uh, on shutting Mike Evans down. Uh, so I think, uh, Godwin's going to get, you know, a lot of, a lot of attempts, a lot of targets, uh, toward him. I think he's going to have a big game because of that. Uh, and then, you know, I'm going a little old school here, but I'm going Larry Fitzgerald versus Cincinnati. I've talked about, uh, you know, how I think, uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to move that offense around. He's going to have some creative plays. Uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald's quietly had a really good season. Uh, he hasn't put up big plays, but he's, he's put up a lot of numbers, a lot of catches and a good amount of yards. Uh, so I think he's going to have a, a big game against this, uh, just bad Cincinnati defense. Absolutely. I like the list. Our, li- our list didn't really overlap too much, so I've got a couple more guys to add here. I've got uh, one of my ones to watch out for is Tyler Lockett against the Rams. Um, I'm expecting uh, Russell Wilson to, to ball on Thursday night, so I think the guy he's going to look for deep is Tyler Lockett. I think he's going to get, I don't know, probably somewhere around six, seven targets and probably a touchdown. So in a PPR league, I think he's a must start. Um, the other guy I've got is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, you, you said Julio Jones. I think it's actually going to be a shootout, but I like DeAndre Hopkins. He's kind of had a down year, but I think he bounces back big in this one. All right, my one to couple to stay away from here, I'm going to start with the Vikings wide receivers, both Adam Thielen and Steph Diggs. Um, the Giants defense is bad, and on paper it looks like these guys will be good starts, but Adam Thielen right now is wide receiver 37 in fantasy. Um, I expect Dalvin Cook to get back on track, getting 25-plus carries, and I expect him not to have to throw it that much. You might see another 15-pass uh, game by by Kirk Cousins, so I would be cautionary of both the Vikings wide receivers. 
And I, I think for me, uh, I think one to watch out for potentially is uh, Juju uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, I, I think the Ravens again. I think they're going to be looking to bounce back. Um, I think they're going to have Earl Thomas spying over the top on on uh, on Juju. Um, I think he. I, I think he's going to have a, a rough day of it. Um, I, th- I think the. I think the Steelers are going to play fine, but they didn't. Again, they didn't throw the ball down the field a lot last game. Um, and, and you know, they only threw it downfield once. So I, he's not going to get those down the field opportunities he normally does. And when he catches it short, like I said, he's going to have Earl Thomas right on him, um, helping out that, that cornerback. So, uh, I, I think that's one to watch out for, um, to, to add on to another, uh, stay away, uh, receiver. I, I think, uh, who, whoever, uh, Richard Sherman's covering in that, that, uh, that Monday night game with the the Browns, I, I, you know, he, he, he usually plays as one side of the field. So whether it's, it's Odell Beckham or it's, it's Jarvis Landry, depending on his health, I think stay away from that guy. Uh, I think Richard Sherman, I'm not a huge fan of him, honestly, but he does get physical with, with, uh, receivers. And we've seen, especially with Odell Beckham, uh, that tends to get in his head a lot when he gets those physical receivers like or physical cornerbacks, like Richard Sherman, Josh Norman, those guys, uh, you know, Aqib Tlaib, uh, you know, those guys tend to get in his head a lot. So um, particularly looking out for Odell Beckham, um, if he is guarded by by Richard Sherman, I, I could see that being an issue a little bit throughout the game. Absolutely. All right, so let's move on to tight ends. Uh, this one, obviously, I, I said it last week and, and the week before, but it's going to be Travis Kelsey, number one, against Indiana, or Indianapolis. Uh, the dude just is crazy good. In the last game, he made a couple of clutch catches at towards the end of the game. One of them he catches and then laterals back to, to Shady McCoy. He's just a great athlete, great player, and I expect him to do like he does every week and have a great week. Uh, number two, I'm going to do Monday Night Football, George Kittle versus Cleveland Browns. Um, I think if Garoppolo wants to get into a groove, he's going to have to find Kittle more than he has been. I would expect him to look his way. He's prob- I'm, I'm projecting him to get about probably eight targets and a touchdown which in a PPR league puts him as a good start at, at tight end. So uh, the other one I've got, I'm going to do Zach Ertz against the Jets. We kind of talked about how bad the Jets defense really is. I expect Carson Wentz to go off big, and and I think Zach Ertz is going to be the favorite red zone target there. Uh, the other one I've got, Mark Andrews versus Pittsburgh. Mark Andrews kind of had a down week against Kansas City. He bounced back last week with a touchdown. He's been kind of dinged up. I think he's going to get some health back, and we talked about that Pittsburgh defense just isn't very good, so um, that's one to look out for. My number five, I'm actually going to go Will Disley for the Seattle Seahawks against the Rams. Um, this guy, he, he's just a touchdown machine from Russell Wilson, and I do expect Russell Wilson to have a big game. I think the Rams will win the game, but I think Russell Wilson's going to have a big game, and he's going to find Will Disley often. And, and uh, we had a little bit of overlap there, but uh, two that I'm gonna I'm gonna go for, uh, despite their matchups, I think the matchups are gonna favor into to these people. Um, I'm going Darren Waller uh, for the Raider because I think the uh, uh, he's gonna be uh, uh, Derek Carr's safety valve, his safety release. So uh, Derek Carr is gonna be under pressure a lot. He's gonna be looking to dump it off, and I think Darren Waller is gonna be his guy. Um, so not that I think it's a it's a you know, a great matchup necessarily. I, ju- I think he's going to get the opportunities um, just because Derek Carr is going to have to throw it quick and uh, and Darren Waller is going to be there. Um, same thing goes with my other pick. It's going to be Evan Ingram. Um, I talked about, I think Daniel Jones is going to have a rough day, um, but a young quarterback is f- his favorite uh, 
you know, safety valve is a tight end and, and Evan Ingram's a top five tight end. So even though he's got a bad matchup against the Vikings, again, I think he's going to get the opportunities. Um, I think he's going to get those eight, nine, 10 targets. And even if it only turns into five, six catches, uh, you know, that's five or six points right there. You talk about, you know, if he averages 10, 10 yards a catch, you know, you're talking about a 10 point game right there for a tight end. And, and anytime you get 10 points from a tight end, that's honest, honestly a win. Uh, so I think those two, like, a, like I said, they're not really favorable matchups, but I just, I just think they're going to get the opportunity. Right. I agree. And and one of them I want to kind of slip in here. I, I don't really have him in my top six or seven, but look out for Tyler Eifert for Cincinnati. He's going against Arizona. Arizona has given up the most points to tight ends this season. doesn't matter who they're going against big game against them. Uh, a lot of times Tyler Eifert, at this point can even be found on the waiver wire and a lot of leagues. So keep your eye out for him. If you're hurting, like I am at tight end, he might be something to look for. Um, a couple of them I want to stay away from, and this is why I might wanted to pick up a Tyler Eifert. OJ Howard for the bucks. The Buccaneers scored 55 points last week and OJ Howard got almost no targets. I don't know what's going on with OJ Howard. You hear Bruce Arians say he wants to get OJ Howard involved. In the preseason, O.J. Howard's a top-tier tight end going into the draft. He's done nothing this year. I think his best week was nine points, and the other weeks have been below five. So he's not a good option, and right now I'm trying to – I'm at that point where I'm getting ready to figure out what to do to move on from him. Uh, my move this week was pick up Chris Herndon, who's, on, who's suspended for the first few games. He'll get to come back next week with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I think for me, uh, a big one to look out for is Jared Cook uh, for the Saints. The Saints, you know, brought him in to to be that tight end option to to give another, you know, that over the middle target for Drew Brees and and at this point Teddy Bridgewater. But um, he's been he's been pretty inconsistent. He hasn't really had a great game this year. Um, you know, I think he only had one catch, maybe two catches against Dallas. Uh, didn't really do much. Um, he's he's honestly compared to how he's played in his the rest of his career, especially with Oakland. Uh, I mean, he, he hasn't really lived up to, to what they wanted him to be at this point. So, and with how that offense is going right now, not really throwing it down the field, not really moving down the field with the passing game, I think definitely look out, uh, and stay away from Jared cook. Absolutely. All right. So like last week, we don't, we probably won't go into a top five, but let's talk about a couple of defenses. I think the number one, you got to start is new England Patriots. That defense has been shutting absolutely everybody down this week or this season. I mean, and they're going against the Washington Redskins, who against the Giants threw three picks this last week. So I expect the Patriots have a big day. Do you got any defenses to look out for? Yeah, I'm going uh, the Vikings for uh, going against the Giants. Again, I talked about it. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think, is going to get a welcome to the NFL wake up uh, against the Giants or against the Vikings. Uh, I think they're going to be mad. They're going to, you know, they played well enough to win that game last week against Chicago. Uh, and the offense didn't do their end. So I think the Vikings are going to be, you know, looking to come out and shut the Giants out. Um, so I, I definitely think look out for them. Yeah, another one I've got, I've got the Chicago Bears against Oakland. I think Oakland's kind of been up and down this season, but it sounds like Khalil Mack's ready to go off on his old team. I expect him to have a couple sacks in the game. And, and history says when you get to Derek Carr, he starts to play bad. So I'm going to go Chicago Bears to watch out for. And I, I think another one for me is going to be the Eagles going against the Jets. Um, not that I think the Eagles have a great defense. I just think the Jets offense without Sam Darnold is just not good at the moment. 
so I think it's just more of a, a right time, right place for the Eagles. But I, I think that's a defense you can look out for. Absolutely. Any other defenses you want to cover? Uh, you know, I got, I mean, a couple to, to stay away from. Um, I think this week, uh, don't buy into the eight sacks that, that Pittsburgh got on, on Monday night football. And I think the Ravens are, uh, obviously a better offense than the Steelers. So, uh, or than, uh, the Bengals. So I think the Ravens are, are going to put the Steelers right back at the bottom. I think they're going to have a huge game. I think Jackson goes off. Ingram goes off. Marquise Brown goes off. Uh, so I say definitely, you know, don't buy into the eight sacks that the Steelers have. Stay away from them. Yeah, one that I kind of want to stay away from is the Saints defense going against Tampa Bay. I mean, they, they shut down the Cowboys, but when you look at what Tampa Bay just did to the Rams defense, uh, who knows what – I mean, Tampa Bay could be going off again this week. We talked in the last episode that you really like James Winston, what he's doing this year. He's playing great. I think the Saints aren't going to shut down Tampa Bay this week. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great call. All right, so let's cover a couple of waiver wire pickups before we leave. And and I base this off of our we have a twelve man league that we're in PPR. Gardner Minshew is still out there, um, and a lot of these leagues he's still available. Um, I picked up Jacoby Brissett last week; he was still there. He put up thirty points. So I think when you're talking about quarterbacks, you're going to see some of these bye weeks starting to hit. Um, and we talk about this every week, but don't be complacent if you've got a backup quarterback that's struggling say you've got a Kirk Cousins on your bench let him go and pick up one of these young quarterbacks that are doing good Um, even at that point even Kyle Allen's playing well enough to where I would probably play pick him up and play him over somebody like a Kirk Cousins so um, definitely watch out for some of the quarterbacks out there you got any waiver wire pickup tips I'd I'd say uh, uh, I talked about him earlier, but I've I've seen in a lot of leagues Frank Gore is still available, um, and like I said, he's he's played great these last couple of weeks. I think he's going to get the opportunity. Uh, you know, we're starting to hit the bye weeks now, so if uh, if Frank Gore is in your league and you need someone, I talked about earlier. You know, I may have to set Josh Jacobs if if Frank Gore is available. That's a great option. That's a great backup plan. Uh, so I think look out for Frank Gore. I also think I, I've noticed, and I, I read an article earlier that a lot of people now that Melvin Gordon's back, they've started dropping uh, Justin Jackson. They've started dropping Austin Eckler, um, which you know shocks me. On it, the Jackson not so much, but Eckler is shocking. Honestly, um, if, if for some weird reason you find Austin Eckler on the on the the waiver wire, definitely grab him. Um, I think a lot of people are jumping the gun and like Keith talked about, we don't know what we're going to get from Melvin Gordon. He, you know, he, he's going to play this week, but he may only, you know, get eight or nine touches this week. They're going to want to work him into it slowly. And even if he does play, we don't know how hard he's going to play, how hard he's going to run. Uh, so, I mean, if you see some of those guys end up hitting the waiver wire, which like I said, I can't believe I'm saying that, but apparently it's happening. Uh, definitely keep an eye out for those guys. Yeah, and another another running back that I kind of am looking out for, and he's on a lot of rosters, but Jalen Samuels for the Steelers at running back. Uh, it seems like every single week, James Conner goes to the tent injured. So uh, I don't know that he's a pick up and start right away, but he might be a stash him on your roster, see what happens over the coming weeks with, with James Conner, see if he stays healthy because he could be a big pickup. Yeah, for sure. And and on Monday night, the the uh, Steelers actually ran him from the Wildcat a lot, had him taking the snap directly. A few times he handed off to to James Conner, but he also kept the ball a lot. So they're they're finding interesting ways to actually get him the ball um, because he is a playmaker once he gets it. Yeah, so if he's out there, definitely look at him on the waiver wire, and he could even be a possible good trade target, 
especially in a dynasty league. I just, you know, I don't really know how well I love James Conner. I don't know how well in the coming weeks. For Um, sure. Another one to look out for. It's that time of year where Golden Tate's coming back for suspension. So he's probably out there on the waiver wire. Grab him up when you can um, and see what he does. Right now, it's kind of a, we don't know what kind of connection he's going to have with Daniel Jones, but he could come out and be a stud and you could potentially have a wide receiver one or two sitting there. So pick up golden Tate when you can stash him on your roster. Um, another one coming off of suspension. Cause this is that, you know, that four game window. He's not back yet, but um, Chris Herndon for the uh, jets tight end. He's been suspended. He was a solid uh, tight end one last year. And obviously he's suspended for the first four games of this year. So, um, when Sam Darnold comes back and he comes back, that offense might be a little bit better. I'd look for him on this week's waiver wire, kind of get a jump start on that. All right, that wraps up our fantasy episode. So, uh, you know, like we say every week, and we'll just keep reminding you, approach each week aggressively, like you're building a team. You know, don't don't be complacent with the team that you have if you're if you're doing bad, and uh, go out and try to make some trades. Worst people can say is no. Any more advice this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, just stay aggressive. Um, I mean, I know it's not a, uh, you know, a super huge thing, but uh, this past week, you know, I had Will Lutz in my in in one of our leagues, and uh, he's the number three fantasy kicker, and I dropped him and went out and got uh, the Seattle kicker, uh, kicker, uh, Joey uh, Sly or Slay, whatever his name is. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but you know, he's uh, he played great for me, and now he's actually he's actually ascended to the number one fantasy kicker. So, you know, I had a top five position and I, I still went out and I dropped him and I still went out and, and looked for a better, you know, for a better matchup that week. Um, so again, just, just stay aggressive, um, especially if you're losing, you know, there, don't give up on the season now. Um, you know, now's the time you should be going out and, and trying to make some trades and look at the waiver wire and, you know, get aggressive on the trades. Cause what's the worst, what's the worst that's going to happen is you're going to keep losing. So even if you have to get aggressive and give up guys, you don't necessarily want to, um, if it makes your team more balanced, then, you know, go ahead and make that trade. Cause someone will probably do it. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that you just kind of reminded me of with the kicker, a lot of times people draft kicker and defense, which you should in your last two picks of the fantasy draft. And then they never change them. Even their defense, if their defense gets them no points, they just assume like, you know, Hey, it's just a bad week for my defense. And they don't really look, um, I went after week three and looked and defenses like the 49ers defense, who at the time was the number three defense. They were still available in my 12 team league. Um, I went and picked up the Titans defense because I, I started the league with the Broncos defense, which obviously didn't work out for me. Um, and the Titans defense ended up having a really good game this week. Um, so, and just like you said with the kicker, just because your kicker gets you one point this week, two points next week, don't just ignore it. A lot of people only pay attention to the skill positions. I mean, those two positions can easily make you, you know, 10 extra points, 10, 15 extra points a week, uh, which could obviously decide games. It happens all the time. So pay attention to those positions that aren't so flashy and look at their matchups. I mean, if a defense is sitting out there and they're going against the Dolphins and no one has them, grab them because they're probably going to get good points. Yeah, for sure. Just got to be aggressive. All right. That wraps up our fantasy episode for week five. Um, This episode can be listened to anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, Mike, what else should they be looking out for? Uh, If you're a college football fan, make sure you check out our college football episode. We'll be going over week five of college football. 
Uh, also, you know, make sure you check out our week four uh, NFL recap. Uh, you know, get on uh, social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Check out, check us out on uh, uh, gridironauthority.com. You can listen to all the episodes, read all the articles on all of that stuff. Uh, and like Keith said, we're also available uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. So uh, get on, you know, if you have any comments, if you want us to, if you want to hear us talk about anything, let us know. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys. So, uh, stay active. All right. We'll see you guys next time.